I am so excited to tell you that I'm finally reopening the doors to my Partnerships Masterclass course, which is absolutely everything you need to confidently build successful partnerships. And successful partnerships unlock an entirely untapped revenue stream for your business through sponsorships, while collaborative partnerships can see you reaching hundreds of thousands of potential customers without monetary spend. So they have the power to both make you money via a whole new revenue stream for your business and save you money with your marketing activity, which is so awesome. I have run this course quite exclusively in the past with really small cohorts of business owners, agency owners, and marketers. So I would say it's incredibly valuable if you're one of these three types of fabulous people looking to build a partnership skill set and revenue stream, or you're looking to offer partnerships as a service to your clients. This course is the most accessible way you can work with me personally as well. And while you have a lifetime access to the course content and obviously lifetime access to the skills and relationships you build as part of this course, you're also really not thrown in the deep end at all because I keep the cohort small on purpose so that you get that mentorship and support from me throughout the whole thing. So we're going to get you so excited about the opportunities ahead for your business, super clear on your growth strategy and how you're going to build meaningful and pivotal relationships. It's going to be so good. And doors open on the 11th of August. They're only open for 10 days though. So make sure you're on the wait list so that you don't miss out. We're actually kicking the cohort off on um, August 22nd. So immediately after the doors open, pretty much <laughs> the course begins and the doors are closed again. So you want to be on that wait list so that you don't miss out. I'll put the link in the show notes so you can access that. And you'll also nab some wait list bonuses as well if you're on there. So I can't wait to see you there. Uh, thanks so much for listening and I'll let you get into the episode now. Hello and welcome to Stop, Collaborate and Listen. We are a podcast about marketing, collaboration and business and we're brought to you by Collabosaurus.com, the matchmaker for brands. Hey everyone, welcome back to Stop, Collaborate and Listen. I'm your host, Jess Rufus, and today I thought we would cover the topic of knowing your value. So brand collaborations are all about win-win exchanges of value, but we often have Collabosaurus clients reach out asking about what they have to offer or they're feeling too small. So this episode's purpose is to one, help you realize that you have a lot more to offer than you might think. Number two is to give you some prompts, ideas, and examples of what you can actually bring to the table and then how you can communicate that. And number three is help you work out how to quantify an offer and ensure that it's valuable. There is plenty to get through in this episode. I'm going to keep it short because, you know, we all know I can talk about brand collaborations forever. Today is really focusing in on that knowing your value element um, and everything else will have to come <laughs> in other episodes. So without further ado, let's get into it. Oh, and before we do, <laughs> um, a big thank you to everyone who has checked out our sister podcast channel um, called This Is How We Do It. The episodes from Gelato Messina and Vogue Australia are currently the front runners when it comes to listens, but don't forget to tune into our conversation with Jessica Travers of Mac Cosmetics, Lana Hansen of Bandeau and Lauren Midlin chatting about Maybelline and Barbie collaborations, which is so interesting. I'm going to pop the link in the show notes if you haven't checked it out yet, but yeah, back to this episode. Let's get into it. (music) 
Okay, step one of knowing your value is to know what you want first. So collaboration for collaboration's sake never works. And what I mean by knowing what you want is really pinpointing a marketing or business outcome and be specific. So things like an event audience or a bigger email list or alignment with a big brand to help establish credibility or content creation or media attention or to grow your social media presence, etc. Collaboration marketing is another marketing strategy, which means you need to treat it as such and tie a goal to it. Otherwise, there's no point. <laughs> so now that you've your goal we need to understand how valuable this is to you and then move on to step two so really look at that written down on a piece of paper and just know how valuable that is to you step two is identify what's already in front of you so often businesses have a whole lot already ready to go in terms of what they can leverage and bring to the table in a brand collaboration that's super valuable. They just don't know how to identify that. So I've got a couple of different prompts to help you here. And all of these are on page three of listing your brand on Collabosaurus, which is free to do, by the way. So if you wanted to see all of them, I would go to Collabosaurus.com, hit list your brand. And then um, on page three, it'll go, what can you offer in a brand collaboration? There's a whole lot of check boxes, drop down lists, and things that you can fill in. So basically listing your brand on Collabosaurus covers off a whole lot of these um, tips already. (laughs) Um, But in terms of prompts, you could think about things like, you know, think of every channel, every skill set you have, the time investment, the cash that you might have available to you, and then you write it down in a bullet point list. So things like app users, for example, if you've got an app for your business, the users of that app, that's hugely valuable to another brand, your podcast listeners, your email list, your foot traffic. Like if you have a brick and mortar store, your foot traffic into that store is super, super valuable. An event audience, super valuable as well. Instagram community, Facebook group, Facebook page, LinkedIn page. I think as well, things like Facebook groups are often overlooked, but if you're part of really great membership groups, that's a channel that's available to you to that you can you know talk about your collab inside if it's relevant. Things like blog posts, social media posts, or design. So now thinking about, you know, your skill set and what you could bring to the table. Would you be willing to do some copywriting and write a blog post about your collab? Would you be willing to take some photos and create some social media posts? Or would you maybe have a graphic designer on staff or maybe that's your skill set yourself? In which case you can use those skill sets and that time as an asset exchange in a collaboration. You could also look at things like media opportunities, which if you do a really cool collaboration, there's no reason why you can't pitch that to press. So media opportunities are a whole other thing that's valuable in a brand collaboration that you can use to leverage to get what you need. Um, Things like advertising support. So if you did have some cashola in the bank that you're happy to put towards promoting a brand collaboration, again, that's really valuable. There are so many different things. I mean, the last things on my list as well, things like photography and videography, so content creation and services and products. So that would be the first thing I would actually look at is services and products because every single person has that available to them as a value point to exchange in a collaboration. And basically, I feel like every single brand should be able to pull out a minimum of three things from that list of, you know, 15 that I just pulled out there. Every brand has at least one social media channel going um, or an email list or something like that. Every single brand has a product or service available to them, media opportunities, all that kind of stuff and time investment are things that you can exchange. So pull out a minimum of three. That is my challenge to you. Step three 
are understanding that these are your currencies other than cash. So 90% of the collaborations that happen through Collabosaurus don't involve monetary exchange whatsoever. They all work to exchange currencies other than cash in a great collaboration. And cross-promotion, by the way, is the most common way to leverage a collaboration because I think, you know, collaboration marketing is a marketing strategy. A lot of brands then love to cross-promote. So the next step here is to assign a number wherever possible to each of these bullet points of the things that you could offer in a collaboration. So for example, you know, to the value of and realize how great your offering is. Collabosaurus does do this for you. Again, if you're feeling a little bit confused, but to give you a bit of an example, let's say your minimum of three that you have pulled out is number one, products that you could exchange. Number two is foot traffic because you've got a brick and mortar store. And number three is you've got an Instagram community. So how you assign numbers to those things are, you know, the most amount dollar worth of product you'd be willing to exchange in a collab if, you know, you could achieve what you wanted to achieve. So you could say products to the value of $300. Next with the traffic into your store, I would sort of average it out as to like monthly. If you would run a collaboration over the course of a month, I would go, okay, well, we have 200 people on average come into our store in terms of foot traffic every single month. And then Instagram community and stuff like that, I would steer clear of followers because following numbers are really hard to identify what the actual reach is. So I would look at your reach analytics per post and just, you know, establish that maybe it's about two and a half thousand per post. So that would look like in a bullet point list, products to the value of $300, approximately 200 people in foot traffic to your store and an average Instagram reach of two and a half thousand per post. So now you've got a bullet pointed list of valuable things and wherever possible, possible you've quantified that value and this is essential more so for you to be aware of than to communicate because it'll guide the fairness of a collaboration and help you achieve your original goal and negotiate to also meet your collaborators goals as well so this is the basic framework to leverage really great win-win collaborations so hopefully that makes sense Step four is to communicate your value. This is where lots of brands stumble. And my biggest tip here is don't try to marry them on the first date. If you're going straight to a collaborator and not using a platform like Collabosaurus, kick off with relationship building. That is so important and understand what they're looking for before you go in with a hard pitch. What I mean by marrying them on the first date is when you send a big email with a fully formed idea and everything that's in it for you and everything that's in it for them up front as like a cold email reach out. That's essentially like marrying them on the first date instead of trying to get the first date. So what I would do though is tease out the benefits to them. So those bullet points that we have just discussed in step three, you kind of want to tease that out in an initial email and kick off relationship building just so that your potential collaborator can kind of get a gauge as to the fact that there is something in it for them and you're not just asking for a lot of stuff. So you can use Collabosaurus to save time on all of this and access opportunities and get in front of the decision maker. Again, that's really important. Um, and you can have our matchmaking algorithm pair you with a win-win match as well. But communicating your value, whether it be through Collabosaurus or through like a cold email or cold reach out, you want to make sure that you're teasing that out, that you understand like from a quantified perspective what that's worth to you and then that'll help you negotiate down the track so 
I could honestly go on about this forever because there are so many more steps in terms of building out a really great brand collaboration that's successful. However, hopefully this episode gets you really clear on all of the things you do have to offer in a collaboration. And often it's a lot more than you think just so that you have an essential foundation framework that you can sort of launch from uh, in terms of reaching out to a potential collaborator and establishing a win-win deal. So hopefully that was helpful, you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in and we'll see you next time.